Hello and welcome back to my podcast titled More Than Necessary. Today is July the 21st, Tuesday at 5.28 a.m. First and foremost, I want to give thanks to my Heavenly Father, for without Him I'm nothing. But if He be for me, who can be against me? I want to thank you guys for returning to my podcast, checking out my episodes, and just continuing to listen to my content, share it, um, give me your opinion or any observations. I thank you guys because it was moments I didn't believe in myself or I couldn't even see tomorrow the next moment and I just I thank God for life for creation you get what I'm saying but today I wanted to share a video I ran across on YouTube if you guys have heard of it soft soft white underbelly they have a lot of episodes well i think his name is mark if i'm not mistaken he has a lot of good great content and it helps me and humbles me in a way a lot of the videos that i see and it's different playlists and different categories i don't want to give it all away but i just wanted to share an episode that i really caught my attention so without further ado hey people it's me again with another <laughs> in the world is the story uh you know um, I was thinking about life the other day and I was thinking about how God created everything with different sides he made an up and a down he made a right he made a left he made a positive he made a negative I'm going somewhere with this let me let me get started anyway I was thinking about where I when I started coming here I, why why I come here and uh, uh, I do these, these these talks that I do and tell you the, the reality of what's going on in my life and, and, and that's that's some real shit that be going on I was in El Paso Texas one time Ah, here I go. This is this is hard and hard to get out. I was in El Paso, Texas one time, and that bought me a dub. Y'all know smoke dope. Y'all know what a dub bought me a dub. And I'm sitting there behind this behind the shaky pizza, and all I see was them little white legs come walking down the street. I saw some some Converse tennis shoes and a pretty white lady. Said, "My, your legs sure look pretty today." She turned around and said, "Oh, thank you. What are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm sitting here smoking cocaine." What is that? Well, come on over. I'll show it to you. She comes over. She takes the hit. I take the hit. I look at her. She want to go. She says, she says, wow, that stuff makes you feel good all over. I said, Doug, I said, you want to go somewhere and do something? She said, I don't care. So we go around to the back of the building. Now I'm seeing try to have sex with this girl. And I looked at her, looked at her real good. I said, how old are you? She said, I'm 14 years old. Now I like to tell you that I said, put your pants back on. You too fucking young for me to fuck with. I proceeded to do that shit any goddamn way. And I remember when I had done that shit, it affected me in a way. When I under under the influence, I didn't give a shit. When you, I was, I was in under that shit. I didn't give a shit. But I did that. And it, it, but I, I, I bogged down. On, I bogged down. That's something that I bogged down. And uh, it's hard for me to release that shit. But I had to release it today. I know that in, in releasing this shit, I, like I say, y'all can 
taking the process to what the hell you want to do it. But it's, it, I'm getting up off of it because it's just some reason, some way it's helping me. And um, I'm gonna talk about one more thing that I did. This is the worst, 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 worst. My best friend. My best friend. Many a year. Uh, many a year. He was getting married. I was to be the best man. Y'all should have saw me. I pulled up in the in the white Lincoln Continental. I had the suit on. I was going to have the ring ready for me. I, had my, I was all suited and boots. I was looking real goddamn good. I was looking real goddamn good. It was about an hour before the ceremony was going to start. We were in the hotel. And somebody slipped me an envelope. I don't know. I didn't know what was in the envelope. I took the fucking envelope, put, put it upstairs, and put it in the pocket of my jeans I had on, and took my suit And then didn't think about it. As I was walking down the stairs, something told me, well, go back up there and see what they gave you. They gave me $700 bills to split between me and the, and the group. On the way down the stairs, now we get ready to go to the ceremony. On the way down the stairs, my head said, the dope man is two blocks away. If I just go down there and get one fucking 20, if I just get one fucking 20 and blow that 20 and come back, well, I'll be high and the whole thing, the whole ceremony over there. I went and got the 120. And, I, and then there's a girl there at the dope house. I got a girl. Next thing I know is three days later. And I go back to where the ceremony was supposed to be. I was wondering where the fuck everybody was. This is my best friend. I humiliated myself, my friends, my family, his family to this day. They they never said nothing. They, they, they never said they never said a goddamn word to me. And that shit hurts hurts like a motherfucker every time I think about it. But I did that shit. You know, due to this crazy ass drug and alcohol thing. I'm gonna talk about my alcoholism and my drug addiction. I was 23 years old. My father threw me in a drug treatment program. And the first thing the people told us, we were all in a group, we were all sitting around in a group of people. He said, I'm gonna, as I count to people, two stand up, two sit down, two stand up, two sit down, two stand up, two sit down. It was two people standing out of 40 people. He said, only two of y'all gonna fucking stay sober. I said, whoa, 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 homeboy. Wait, wait, what the fuck? I raised my... No, hold on, mother. Hold on, hold on. How the fuck are you gonna tell these people we gonna... We gonna I said, it's all bullshit. I don't want any people in man. Y'all, y'all bullshit. Y'all, y'all, y'all know what you're talking about. This shit ain't got that much control of all of us. If, if we all gonna realize why the hell we in here. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. So... As I, so I left the program, and within the years, I'm not lying, if not all of them, I knew I saw 40 of them out there, out, back out there on the streets, literally, I said, what the fuck, I became, I became homeless for the first time, I was, in, I was out by the beach, and I became, I was, I became homeless, this was, this was a disgrace to me, this was something that, was, something that, that I'm homeless, and you know where I came from, I had a job and a car, and a, and a beautiful woman, you know, got jewelry and shit, what the fuck? They told me that I, they told me that they told me that I was 
I had to realize that I was powerless over drugs and alcohol if I was going to ever change. I was going to ever do anything with which didn't make no damn sense to me. So, let me tell you what I did. I, I got a, I stayed sober for a little while. I got, a, I got my first check. I fucked it all off. I swore that I would never, ever, 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 ever do that shit again. I did that shit the next week. So I kind of saw some, some. I said, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I do have a problem when, 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 when they told me that my daughter wasn't coming home, but she had drugs in her system. That traumatized me. When, 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 when I couldn't, I just couldn't get a grip. I told, I'm going to tell you how I realized that I'm powerless. I told my family, my girl, everybody that next Friday, I'm not, if I, if, I know if I take, if I know if I take one fucking drink, I'm going to fuck the whole damn world. When I take a drink, it's like, I'm like the Tasmanian devil. She just, Everything flying around me, and they're gonna shoot over my daughter, they're gonna baby, and they're gonna my job, they're gonna have my money flying in there. But goddamn average motherfucker, I ain't never doing that shit again. Two days later, I'm gonna took a drink and I fucked up again. So I said, wait a minute. If I just, if I just, if I, if I, if I just, I, well, I've been trying to do this shit. Because I was 22 years old, and I'm damn near 60, and just now realizing the fuck. I, I got to surrender because I'm, I'm, I'm powerless over this fucking shit, man. I walked by the liquor store and swore to, with, with, with everything, with everything, every, everything in me, I meant what I said when I told everybody, I'm not going to fucking go to, I'm not going to drink no more. And I, 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 with everything I had in me, I was, I was honest, I was honestly saying that, I was honest about that. I passed the fucking liquor store and I made that left turn instead of making that right. I did that shit way back then and I think the other, I think about a month ago, I had some money. And I, I have, my, I have an apartment. There's no fucking linen on my bed. I got, there's no, there's no fucking linen on my bed. Every fucking month, I say, I'm gonna walk up to the big, the big market and get the fucking linen. Every time I start to walk that way, for some reason, I said, well, let me go stop and get a beer first. Once I, once I get a fucking beer, all bits are off. If I, if, if, if I have an engagement, something that's supposed, that's supposed to happen in my life or somewhere I'm supposed to be or something I'm supposed to do, and with all sincerity, I'm, I'm all sincerity, I'm going, I'm, I actually think that I'm going to be there. Once I take a motherfucking break, all bits are off. I don't know where I'm going to end up. I don't know how I'm gonna be. Three days later, I'm I'm coming too. I'm sick as a motherfucking dog, and I got to figure out another goddamn lie about what I did. I had I, I, I had a girlfriend one time, the poor girl. She made the mistake of she made the mistake of getting a joint bank account with me. I said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I did. Someone some wanted me to tell her, "Maybe you don't want a bank account with me," because I might fuck up. I might fuck up. Three days later, what? I go, I go scam, I go, I go scam twenty dollars off the motherfucking top. And she don't know. I just take twenty dollars off the top. Well, by the time five, five days later, I scam two or three hundred dollars off the damn, out of damn bank. I said, oh shit, maybe she'll never find out. And the poor lady, she had kids. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, she had kids, man. 
when so she got in the car and went there, she, she looked at me. I, 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 I knew she knew. She said, when I get back in this motherfucking car, you're going to tell me where the fuck my money is. I got, man, I'll never forget the shame, the humility, the embarrassment, the, 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 just, just, just the, the way I felt. I felt so, so empty, so odd. You know, I, I, So I sit there in the house, you know, and I can't talk to nobody. This, this is, this is a problem. 
when you go through all this shit, what makes it so bad is you don't have nobody to talk to because you don't, I don't trust nobody. I'm not going to tell you my shit. The only reason I sat down here because I said, well, hell. I said, well, I'm, I'm sitting here. They can't, they can see me, but they can't see me. They're not looking in my face. So I, I can actually get off of this shit and I don't give a damn if they look. And this is what I, I, I'm going somewhere. I figured wouldn't nobody never know. Wouldn't nobody never see me. They see me on, on the camera, but they'll never, they'll never see me on the screen. They'll never see me here. And they never see <laughs> Oh, no. I didn't know the people. Anyway, I was, um, I was on the, I was, Walking down the street, coming home one day, the guy says, Lewis, can I get a light? Now, I didn't think about what, what he said. Oh, uh, no, I left my light at home, dude, and I'm walking, I get two blocks down the road. I said, what the f***? Wait Hold on, well, what you call me? Lewis, how you know my name? I watch, he said, this, he said, we. He said, we watch you on YouTube all the time. I said, well, what the f***? And it's, it's, it's still not clear, it's still not, it's not, it's not, not registering that, that people are actually listening to this shit, because I'm thinking, man, everybody, who, who am I? I'm just a loser, I'm just a dumb, bum loser, drug addict motherfucker, who gonna listen to me on this motherfucking mic? So, I was, here's where I'm going, I was gonna stop. I said, why am I coming down here, telling all my business like a motherfucking fool? These people, oh, I can't believe, I'm, I'm not going down there. Uh, why, why, this is my, why I kept, I was wondering, why am I doing it? Why? I got all these problems, why am I doing this? I got on the fucking bus. I ain't gonna be this. When I get on the bus, I look, to, I look to the right side, and there's this lady there, and she keeps looking at me. What the fuck? And it, it's, it's, it's making me emotional. Let me tell you the story. I sit on the back of the bus. Here comes this big fat mission. Hey, Lewis, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? How the hell you get on the bus, then? You get on the nice TV and you tell all your fucking business. You fucking pussy. Man, you don't do no shit like that. Man, you're a coward. Do some shit like the old. He said it loud in front of everybody on the bus heard him. I'm sitting on the back of the bus. Now, he, he didn't seem to, to show. Now, I like to tell you that I got up and beat his motherfucking ass. I'd like to tell you that I, that I took off myself and said, hey, man, don't be talking to me. You know, I'm out there, you talk to me like that. I sat there like a bitch, and I, because that's how I was feeling. That's how I was feeling for doing this shit. So I, was, I said, damn, that's confirmation. I know I don't need to go. Now, here comes the lady on the other side. She said, Lewis, I see this shit on the, on the YouTube, too. I got more respect for you as a man than any man I ever met for you to get up there and do that. She said, I'm going to tell you, you, I got utmost respect. She said, you a real man. You got balls, man. You get up there and tell her how, you, you know how to express your feelings. Man, so let me, let me finish. And I said, I said, I looked at her, I said, well, thank you, ma'am. She said, I was sitting in the car. Looking at you on YouTube, and my old man was sitting next to me in your passenger seat. You spoke about being molested. You spoke about pushing that shit down. And she said, he got the most peculiar look on his face. And she said, I looked at him and said, well, what's wrong, baby? He said, same thing happened to me. 
And I've been holding that shit in. And when I heard him say it, he started to cry. He started to cry when I heard him say it. So she said, you don't know who you affected. She said, because when it came up in him, he's coming up in a whole other people too. He said, you take your ass back over there and you keep on doing what you're doing. So uh, that's what I was talking about. That's what I was going with the negative and the positive because the positive about all this, this negative shit. Uh, see, my problems, are, my problems are what I come here with. But I'm in my solution. I always wonder, what's my solution? My solution is doing what I'm doing now. Sharing it. So I'm helping somebody else with their shit. Somebody can come somebody and say, well, damn, I did the same thing. And I knew, and I'm in a hole in mine. And goddamn, if he can talk about his, maybe I need to talk about mine. So my story, I feel like, yeah, so I, when, when she said it about it, I feel like, I, I, I feel, I feel real good. I, I feel like I, I feel like I have purpose in life now. So now I, gotta, I can take all this negative shit and turn it into a positive. And just tell it. <laughs> tell it like it's the idea. So I'm glad I came here with the truth because normally I would have my, my, my whole hope was to come here and lie. But like I say, I threw the truth out on the floor because I needed to get off of that shit. I needed to tell somebody that shit because I thought I was the only motherfucker in the world who was that weak, that stupid, and that cowardly to let that shit affect me like that. I was the only motherfucker who did do all this, who did all this, who did all this dirt, with all this stupid shit, you know. And then, I mean, but for, for me to see it just about once every other week, somebody, hey, Lewis, hey, Lewis, hey, Lewis. Some kind of way, so maybe, I've never, I've never been, I've, I've never in my life been popular nowhere. And I wouldn't say I'm popular, but I mean, I'm like, people actually know me. I'm like, as much of a loser as I am, people fucking know me. What's up? Like, give me, give me some dab, nigga. What's up? I'd be so happy for, some, I'd be so happy for somebody to know me. Like, yeah, somebody know me now. I'm somebody now. So I just, so I come in here and then, well, that lady, man, that was the happiest day, that was the happiest day of my life. When that one told me about Romeo. I, they, were, they were actually sitting in the fucking car looking on the phone. He heard me talk some of this shit. And he had went through the same thing. So he had been pushing, you know. So I'm glad. But, the, but, but for the people who don't want to hear this shit, like this guy, hey, pussy, what, I, I, I'm, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for that guy who's, who's outside sitting in his car watching this shit on YouTube, scared to go in the house. Because he got to tell his mom that his wife didn't fucked off, fucked off all his money again. I done done that shit. I had to sit in the car and wait on the wait for the wife and kids to go to bed. Cause I couldn't. I felt so ashamed. I couldn't go in there. So I didn't want her to say, "Where's the money? Where's the money?" Cause I ran out of lies. I ran out of fucking lies. I just had to come clean. I fucked it off. I'm an addict. You know that, that's the hardest, the hardest thing in the world to do is admit that shit. So, you know, now I'm just working on trying to, working on, working on my solution. <laughs> when I'm, when I'm, when I'm there, when I'm in the bullshit, I'm in the bullshit. When I'm living here, I'm, I'm living in a solution. And I hope that young lady's looking. I so appreciate you. You made my day. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> so, I'm Lewis, and I'll see y'all in the next year. Thank <laughs> you, Lewis. That was very telling. And I just want to thank you guys for returning and continuing to share my podcast, um, bounce ideas off one another, and just continue to love more and hate less. 
to encourage one another. You never know what a smile or encouraging words can do for the next person.